So we just got a very strong jobs number, but also unemployment up. We kind of beat that to death in video number one with the one and only Taylor from Life Goal Investments. I do want to talk about the last remaining key economic report, which will come out on June 13th, which is called CPI. It comes out the day the Fed meeting starts and the day before we hear if we get an increase or a pause. I certainly have my opinion where CPI headline and core are going. But before I share my thoughts, I thought I'd talk to Taylor about his. How you doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. This is kind of we, we are at this inflection point where we've seen inflation ramp and then fall off a cliff. And no, well, I shouldn't say it that way. We saw it ramp like a skyrocket. And then we saw it kind of stair step downwards. And then it started to shutter sideways more recently. And that's where we're staring at it right now and going, OK, does this sideways hit the inflection point of going back up? or going back down, which we all hope it does, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think that the data is leading us right now in the direction of inflation continuing to move back downwards after this flat period right now. You're seeing commodity prices absolutely get pummeled, pummeled, pummeled. It's not just oil, which everyone pays attention to. It's also lumber. It's natural gas. It's corn. It's soy. It is everything across the market. In Even the Dr. Prices. Copper is down, right? Even copper. Is Correct. Down. And copper is always an interesting one because copper is, you know, one of the biggest components that are in building materials. And it is something where copper and gold have this diverging path, right? I'm doing a weird thing with my hands right now. That's <laughs> what I was trying to do. So when, when you have fear enter the market and you have an economic slowdown start to play out, what you have is gold prices going up and copper prices going down because gold is just a fear trade and it's, oh boy, recession's coming. And barring the last month or so, you've had gold go up on a breakneck pace and you've had copper trade off on a breakneck pace because again, the, the building is just not there or anticipated to not be there in the future. Yeah. So I just want to level set where everybody, where would be coming into this? I don't know. Is there maybe somewhere you could look it up while I kind of set this up? What is the expectation for CPI headline? Can you look that up? Cause I'd love to know going into this. So yep, let me set I the numbers up. Here. Yeah. Well, Taylor looks it up. So again, we had CPI reading of a headline at 4.9, slightly better than the month before at five. That's the kind of shutter steps Taylor was referring to. It still has, I believe nine months in a row of declining from a peak of 9.1 core broke trend two months ago and, and continued. It is actually reading higher than headline at 5.5 coming into this. There are things called the base effect, which I am focused on because the, we are actually dropping off the largest monthly base effect of the series of 12 this month and another monster next month. So I think CPI can't do anything but go down. Commodities also falling. Retailers discounting. I think we're set up to have something below four or five. I don't know what the experts are calling for, um, but I think I think CPI reading will be four or five or below, and we're going to get the pause that I've called for for a couple of months now. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I didn't get it. I'm looking at one more place right now, um, but I tend to agree with you that you're going to continue to see a drift downwards in this because of that. To your point, we get this massive spillover effect that comes from what happened last year and the direction of where things were last year. So it looks like June expectation is for 512 is oh, what we up. have as of right now. This is as of the Cleveland Fed, um, Cleveland Fed number. Is that core? Yep. Is that core? That's that's okay. I'm sorry. That is core CPI. Ah, see, uh, down yep. from so five five go. to five one. I got to good at this stuff. You are. You are. CPI is 313. 
Shut up. So yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. I mean, could, I could be reading this wrong as I'm trying to grab it last second, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that this is reading that core CPI is 512. CPI for June 2023 is expected to come in at 313. Um, but we are looking at May and not June. So my apologies. Okay. 413 is what the CPI for May 2023 is Four expected. One. Okay. 413. That's and the core CPI is 534. Okay. So let's just round those to the first decimal. So we're looking. So again, if we if we got 41 headline, yep. And we got 53 core, we are not getting a Fed rate increase the next day. Just not happening. Yep. Yep. Not happening. I tend to agree. It, it's funny that, that this forward market on uh, the futures market on Fed expectations has been like uh, drunken people buying Bitcoin and, yeah. and, you know, from a day-to-day -day basis. It's, it's been all over the place. So you, you go back to when the last meeting happened, it was an 80% no rate hike coming in June, 10% rate hike coming, 10% rate cut coming. So cut. essentially they yeah. were saying nothing's going to happen. And if it does, we have no idea which way it's going right. to go. Until last week, you look at it, and it was a 64% chance that a rate hike was going to come in June. And now, fast forward to today, you have about a 60%, I'm sorry, a two-thirds chance of no hike and a one-third chance of a hike. And I tend to agree with that sentiment, and that's what the market's saying. Um, but I tend to agree that the likelihood is, unless something weird happens between now and then, they're not going to hike. Um but we get, any, you know, we get anything below four or five headline, we're not getting a hike. It's just not coming. It'll be the 10th month in a row. It'll be half. They may skip. I'll give you that. But they've got so much damage in the commercial market. They have to see it. They have to see the lending going down. The tighter credit market is at a minimum a 50 basis point hike. They know that. They're not stupid. Yeah. So I, I think it's way more than that. Work. I think it's oh, I, I think do. it's probably two to three times that. Um, it's at least yeah. 50 basis points. Yeah. I mean, the fact that banks aren't willing to lend, it doesn't matter what the rate is. If they're no, looking at matter. it going, I can't lend to you, the rate doesn't matter at that point. And the yeah. velocity of money starts to freeze up. Yeah. I think it's wild that CPI headline could be 4-1. And then let's just play this out again. I've been, I've been telling my audience, this is the next four months. We have two months of huge base effects dropping off. I've said in past videos, we might get a 4.2 or 4.3 just because of that. The market says 4.1, let's say 4.2. The next month, the second largest base effect rolls off. We could be at 3.6 or 3.7, easy, in two months. And then we get the housing stuff rolling off, which I've been telling people comes late summer. We could be sub 3% by August or September, headline. Then we got to talk about core. It's a little different, but it's it's wild. The Fed's going to do nothing but sit on their hands, in my opinion. And I think it's it's becoming clear to the market that that's the case. I mean, there aren't many other things that you can point out in the market and go, okay, that is why the S&P is up 10%. That is why the NASDAQ is up a third, 33%, somewhere in that ballpark year to date right now. It's It's tough to look at it and say, this is why that's playing out. Again, we've looked at a lot of things like earnings contraction. You look at the big names. They've seen negative year-over-year -year earnings growth, and they're up 50% this year. It's like, you know, outside of NVIDIA. I mean, there are some examples there that, that are bucking yeah. the trend. But I think that the stock market is saying, hey, inflation is going to continue to perpetuate down in a fast order. Um, we'll see. Job, we'll see job market is relatively healthy. So I think job what the market, market, I think what the stock market is saying is, I think what the stock market is saying is 
the chances of a soft landing are increasing. Correct. That's what I think it's yeah. saying. Oh, oh, no doubt. I think that, uh, well, they, they, this is economists, so economists are different. Economist survey that was just put out by Barron's or someone reputable just came in, and it was almost the exact same percentage of people that said it uh, the month prior, that 60% of the economists said that they do think a recession's coming. Um, I am very much so in that camp, uh, for, for the record. Um, I think that it is being very Pollyannish to think that we're able to bring inflation down from nine plus percent when it's never been brought down from 5% without causing right. a recession. Um, I think that that's you know, a, a thought. You have commodity prices absolutely cratering. Why are commodity prices? Commodities are strictly a supply and demand game. And mm -hmm. so if the supply stays the same and the demand falls off, what you have is commodity prices shoot down through the floor, which is exactly what we're seeing right now. In the bond market, you're seeing the yield curve inversion, which is the greatest historical predictor of a recession, invert at a larger rate, at a bone chilling rate. Mm -hmm. You have gold prices continuing to go up. The only one that's saying that we're wrong on the recessionary case is the stock market. And maybe you say along with that is the fact that the, the, the labor market has been so darn strong. But the labor market, as we all know, is the best leading, lagging, 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 lagging economic indicator there is. And what yeah. have we seen just this morning? You saw unemployment start to tick up. Um, yeah. Initial jobless claims is a much better forward-looking indicator Agreed. than unemployment. And initial jobless claims have been drifting upwards for three ever or four so months. Slightly. Yeah, ever, ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. Yeah, fair, fair point. Not not in a huge degree. But nonetheless, it's rate of change. And rate of change oh, yeah. is going from coming down to turning and going up. Yeah, I think I think if Powell had to pick a number for un weekly unemployment claims, he wants to see something with a three on it. Right now, it's like 225, 232, something like that. Uh, but up, right? You know, six months ago, it was 180 something. Sure, sure. So yeah, I think, I think these are all good. So again, I think uh, I, I'm standing pat. Uh, that no rate increase. In fact, I'm still calling no rate increase all year. Also, no cut this year. I don't know how Powell cuts when you have S&P up, this and that. It's like that's not on my bingo card. Uh, but, Taylor, I know you put out a lot of good stuff and you rant every now and then. Where can people find you? Find us at Life Goal Investments, at Life Goal Investments, and say that well, on both Instagram and on TikTok. We're putting out daily stuff there. Once in a while, you get a rant where I'm frustrated with something and that's fun. <laughs> there you go. Taylor, have an amazing day. Thanks for doing this Friday and pitching in. Thanks, bud. You too. Good to see you, Michael.